It's the Dear Black Folks Podcast with your host, Earl Markham. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dear Black Folks Podcast. I know it's been a while. I know the last time I came, um, the last podcast I did, I should say, I said the same thing, that I know it's been a while and I was going to stay consistent and all that. But to be honest with you, um, I wanted to try to do the podcast by myself, but I realized that I can't hold the show by myself. Um, I'm, I, I do good with either a guest or a co-host and because I couldn't always have a guest, I kind of fell to the wayside as far as keeping content going because I didn't have a co-host. So, you know, with anything, if you really want to be successful, you got to build a team. So I decided to go and get me a co-host who is going to be a great part of the team. A lot of you already know her, uh, Latoya Broadus, also known as the Real ball head truth. So I want everybody to uh, welcome my new co-host, Latoya Broaders, a.k.a. the ball head of truth. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. I, I've been telling you, you that you needed me. I've been telling you uh, that you needed this up. flavor. Okay? Uh, oh, my God. Stop feeling yourself already. You're not even two minutes into, uh, into the show, and you already pumping yourself up. You're not that I'm great. I'm just trying to tell you. I tell you all the time. You need me in your life. I'm your best friend, which you try to deny all the time. I don't, I don't even hardly know you. <laughs> People on Facebook will, they know that our relationship, he loved me, y'all, but he just don't, he just don't want to admit She's it. She is the pain in the entire ass, everybody. <laughs> At least I'm doing something. <laughs> but, but on the real, you guys, I'm, um, I think you're going to enjoy um, her on here and enjoy our vibe. And I think she's going to add so much value and help keep uh, regular content because that's what it's all about is keeping regular content. So we're going to get right into it today. Um, when she and I were talking about uh, doing this and coming up with topics and everything, one of the things she came up with, she was talking about um, dating during the pandemic and particularly online dating. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, in the course of, of this uh, discussion, it was like, that would be a good topic for us to start off with. And she was telling me about her friend who um, who had a hell of an experience, and she started telling me. I said, no, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me. Let's, let's get her on the show. Let's, let's say hell of a, several experiences, okay? Like, this girl can write a book on dating in the pandemic. It's ridiculous, okay? Like some of the stories, since I've even talked to you, now that I got that mindset that let's save it and have it fresh for the show, some of the stuff that she be telling me, I'd be like, no, 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 wait, wait, don't say it. Man. I want you to save it for the show. <laughs> so, 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 hey, y'all, so we, we uh, had uh, to, to asked Toya to reach out to her, see if she would want to do it, and she agreed. So I want you all to welcome to Corey. Says I'm not gonna get him for not saying the name right. I'm just gonna go on correct. It's right. <laughs> see, you talk. See, we practiced this before. I said it to Corey, and you said that was right, and you told me the wrong pronunciation. No, Toya. you have to pronounce. You didn't pronounce the D. On I the saw the D. D. I saw the D, but I thought maybe it was silence because you told me to Corey. 
you know what? What's crazy and I, about hey, it? Yo, and said, I know her too. I've seen her a trillion times, but you know, hey. Right. And the thing about like you just said, he saw the D. I and, bet you never hear that from the girl from from girls or your wife. She probably never says, I see the D, does she? You know what? You're gonna get fired <laughs> the first fucking day. Hey, that's not what she hey, said. Hey, <laughs> hey. And that's why your ass online dating, because you're trying to find the D. Now, how about Ooh. that? <laughs> For real. You ain't lying. I'm trying to tell you, it's hard trying to find the D, okay? Yeah. <laughs> find the D in the D. Right. <laughs> All right, so ladies, let, 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 let's get into it. So prior to the pandemic, were you all doing online dating before? I was. I wasn't. I I saw I um I was in a relationship. And he broke up with me like as soon as the pandemic started. <laughs> so it was like it was it was like he was cleaning the house. Like no, I don't. Yeah, this not gonna work. He was like, it's not it's not feeling right for me. And I just feel like you need to find something a little bit more suitable for yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> so he broke up with me like a so I was calling him, telling him like, hey, you need to be careful. It's a it's a virus going on, and he was like, "Worry about yourself." <laughs> basically, he basically, said, "Yeah, the like, virus is you." Right? <laughs> okay, he like worry about yourself. Don't worry about me. Matter of fact, lose my number. <laughs> maybe maybe so. he knew he had to quarantine. He wasn't gonna be out, so he had to stay with his other girl. Man, <laughs> it, it was something. But I'm gonna tell you, that was a rough time to be going through a breakup. Exactly. Like you. You don't exactly. know what's going on with the world. And at the same time, you trying to foster, you trying to heal your heart at the same time. So, right. you know, I was like, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? So I grieved, you know, I didn't jump right into it. How far, wait, before but, you get on, how far is your mic from you? This mic. It's right here. Get it a little closer. closer. Okay, go ahead. So you said you was grieving, you was crying and boohooing and snot running out your nose and all that. And go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? go ahead. Okay. So, yeah. So it was like, I was, gr I grieved and everything. And then, you know, Takordi is my sorority sister and we've been knowing each other for well over 20 years. And, you know, she's been doing this. Uh, she's been doing this. Um, this online dating thing. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. So it's like, I look at her like she is the guru of online dating. <laughs> like, Damn, you know, she, right. She knows. Like you just, like you to, just be online, just, just, just hunting niggas <laughs> no, down. The, like. the, the unfortunate piece is I earned that title because of my experiences both bad and good, and probably mostly <laughs> bad and very little good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, I try, I, I tried it out, and like I said, every time I, I mean, every time I decide to, to do, to, to look into it, I ask her questions, like you know, so how am I supposed to do this? How am I? How do I weed out the good, the bad, and all of that type of stuff? So I look at her as like I'm the grasshopper, and she's the she's the all knowledgeable one. Okay, so to court, let, let, let's hear from you. So let, 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 I want I'm curious. Okay, well, first of all, how did you first get into? What made you first go to online dating, and how long ago was it? So it's oh my goodness, I don't know if I want to say that. 
Let's okay. just go with how did I get there? Let's okay. not go with how long it's been. But it's I uh, moved from Michigan to Memphis, and I really wasn't meeting anybody. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to try this online dating. I'm new to the city. Meet people. So that's how it started. I moved to Memphis a few years ago. We won't date it. And I decided to join online dating as a way to date was my goal. And I also thought like 90 days, I'm going to meet people and then I'm going to be out. It won't be any more than 90 days. <laughs> Several years later. Several years later. <laughs> right. Several years later, I'm still waiting to hit that 90 mark, that 90 day mark. So I could be the hell out, but I'm still in there. So that is how it started. Trying to, you know, meet people in a new city. So you so you've never met anybody that was that 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 ended up in any kind of a decent relationship? Um well that, hold well, on, wait, wait. Are you saying that she ended up in a decent relationship? No, I'm asking relationship? her. Did she in the, in the in the years that she's been online dating, has has it been at least one that ended up in some kind of decent relationship? No. Some of them I didn't consent to, but I've been in several relationships with them. Um, I'll say this. I've met guys that I may have dated more than once, but no, no real like, wow, we are in a relationship and we met online. No, I don't have that experience. What about you too? Honestly, honestly, it's like, it's with her. Like my, my, my online dating experience was it's, it's like, it's not even worth talking about. Like, it is nothing, nothing has happened with me. Like, every person that I meet online, like, you got to get them to even want to meet. Like, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong because my, to Cordy, she's going out on meet and greets every fucking day, okay? Like, every time you turn around, like, she's like, I'm having breakfast with this guy and I'm going to have dinner. And I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I go through my profile. Like, is my shit ugly? Like, I ain't mean nobody. <laughs> and I'm paying. I got a paid subscription. Yeah. She got some free shit, okay? <laughs> I'm not paying for that shit. I got free shit. I do. I have free oh, shit. Oh, Tori, you wasting your money. I am. Yeah, I promise you. I'm going to use my money to take myself right. out on the day. Right, you, just need to go, you just need to go with her and get her rejects then. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and it sounds like that'll be a lot of dates because she's saying none of them working out so you have a date every day i know this in here but you got to hear so says yeah we need, i need you to tell us about this date with the uh the preacher guy can you please oh. just walk us through that one now first of all what is reverend do dirty doing on the online dating Listen, we're going to call him Pastor, and we're going to change his name just in case he's making somewhere. We're just going to call him Pastor Jay. Now, I didn't say Pastor. I said Pastor. Right. Right. Just so you understand that. So, in short, Pastor got excommunicated from the church. So, he is now living in a cardinal world. We out here ready to be a sinner, basically. Um, and unfortunately, those are the kind of me and I attract. So Pastor Jay ended up in my inbox and we went on a date. So I try to get people to like, if I'm going to kick it with you, let's get on out here in the street, see what, you know, our energy like, man. Pastor is one of the deacons that sit on the front row of the church service when the praise dancers up there because he get a little woody. <laughs> 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 
say hallelujah to Jesus. He up there trying to shift his pants. Pastor was a freaky old deacon is what he was. So he sat at dinner and explained to me how you can't be on both sides of the fence all along staring at my breasts the entire time he's telling the story. And if you guys know my sayings to Courtney, you yes. know that she said, are you staring at my breast? <laughs> I had to ask him as he was telling me about this challenge of being in the spiritual and the flesh world and how you shouldn't straddle the fence. He's and I'm asking him what side is he on because you're obviously looking at my breast, so I I know what side you're right. on. So let's see what you identify. He tried to identify on the spiritual, and now you done fucked up because I saw you on the flesh side all this last 15 minutes. Right, you so ain't looking me in my eyes one time. <laughs> right. right. So, says, tell him about, what, like, how was your perception of, like, when you first saw him, like, the initial <laughs> meeting, like, when he walked up to you, like, how, how did you feel? What did you think about him? So, when he first got out the car and walked up to me, my first thought was, this man do not have cornrows at 52. Them not cornrows, cause I'm about to roll, I'm about to peel up out of here. What pastor have you ever seen with cornrows? Well, I'm from Flint, Michigan. Shout out to the people from Flint. I'm from Flint, Michigan. So listen, I've seen sixty year olds with cornrows and beads on the but, end. But I, no, I'm saying what fifty two year old? What pastor? Not I, yeah, I've seen plenty of older guys with cornrows, but not pastor with cornrows. I don't put it past anybody, Earl, because listen. <laughs> We calling him Pastor Jay, so I need you to understand he was on a dating site talking about. So, so what kind of hair do did he have on his on his profile picture? Well, that's the deceiving thing. Why my fans always call me Latoya Barhead Truth always call me out like, what should I be looking at? The pictures look decent. How was they his were, hair? They were pictures from him in Jamaica. And it was he, the pictures look decent. That's why I went. He had complete sentences. That is why I went, only to get out to find out that the pictures from Jamaica was after he moved to Texas and ended up leaving his wife for his girlfriend. So the pictures in Jamaica were from a trip we was on with his girlfriend. Probably <laughs> ten years ago too. Huh? Absolutely <laughs> ten years ago because the man that got out the car it was not him. He was he, he broke bread with Jesus. <laughs> with Jesus. So he was not physically my type. The hair was it indeed the entire time that I was it indeed cornrows? Was it indeed cornrows? It wasn't cornrows. It was not cornrows, thank you, because I'd have peeled out of there. But there was this part in his hair that I kept thinking I could sit my car and my sans car next to side by side in the park because it was so <laughs> fucking wide. And it started from one side of his head and went all the way around in this weird JL shape. And yeah, I. So, Errol, get, listen, she thought it was cornrows. The part was so the big. big. She I thought, thought it was cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cornrows when he got out the car. And I'm like, I don't really want to date anybody that's still wearing cornrows in their 50s. I mean, come on. That's, I mean, we're in our 50s. We you can't. So it wasn't cornrows, but it was this really weird part. And the whole time he was kind of trying to make me believe he was still, you know, 
believing in Jesus. He told me he found Allah, he found Jesus, he got married, he went to prison, and here he was staring oh, at no, my Oh, wait a minute. He found wait Allah minute. and Jesus, huh? He found Allah and Jesus. And I was like, wait, you found them both? So <laughs> what did he go to prison for? Did he tell you that? <laughs> he Still in the church, man. He went to prison. He said what? Drunk, <laughs> drunk driving. Uh, look, look, let me tell you that, though. If you go to prison for drunk driving, you don't go to prison for one drunk drive unless you didn't kill somebody or something. You go to prison for after you didn't had a few drunk drives. So, how long was well? I asked him in the process, so I'm ordering a drink because I don't have a DUI. Let me have a drink, and he orders. He's like, "Let's get another one." And I'm thinking, like, "Well, wait, you want another drink? And you got DUIs on your record? You probably should get you some tea. Get you some water with some lemon in a champagne glass, and let's call it. <laughs> let's call it a meal. So it, it was a yeah. That's just one example of going out, meet somebody online. You have to have a real sense of discernment. And his sentences was complete. He used punctuation, which is usually a rarity online. He didn't type in all caps, which is also another rarity. And he used whole words. So mind you. But when, when, you, is, when you guys met up, did he, did he speak well too? He did speak well the whole time he was lusting at my breast. And then he tried <laughs> to tell me that the reason he was lusting at my breast gets this. Because they complimented my pretty face. But, but he hadn't looked at it all because he was too busy looking at your breast. <laughs> huh? you, know, like, oh, you, you haven't seen it above my neck. You're going <laughs> to tell me my breasts, which are huge, of course. They complimented my face. So I'm thinking, so does that mean my face is huge? Is that <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I remember. Somebody breast compliment their face. That's a new right. one. I didn't know that. I had never heard that. But I was like, all right, Pastor Jay. My that's breast a, That's a good reason face. to be, that's like, like, that's really like, okay, that's the reason why I'm looking, looking at your breast because it's just like, it's all beautiful. It all goes together. You can't appreciate the face if you don't look at the breast. <laughs> so, Basically. Well, I'm just glad he didn't decide to lay hands on you, or, you know, or no. go and y'all didn't have to go into the prayer closet so, or some shit like that. You so, know? so, so did you, did you end the date or did you stay for the duration of the date? How, how did it well, go? Like, I'm going to tell your audience, I am, I'm a big girl, so I'm going to finish my meal. I, 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 I'm going to eat. So I finished my food and I had two drinks on Pastor Jay. Uh, but after that, yeah, Pastor Jay wanted to kiss, and I could not. All I could think about was driving my Ford through that park on his head. No, I was not <laughs> you. So I could think about, like, I could get two cars. That looked like, if you're from Detroit, that looked like going down eight miles. It was about as wide as eight miles. And wow. it, it probably it probably put you on the mind, like, for all my um, female friends uh, or female listeners, you know how people, like, women, we get wigs and we pluck the parts yeah. so that, that we can, it looks natural. You take tweezers, E, and you pluck the hair out of the part so that it'll look like it's actually your hair. And then you take, like, yeah. concealer and put, like, that whatever the foundation you put on your face, you put it in the part 
to make it so it'll match your skin. Y'all gonna have the women so, mad at y'all. Y'all gonna have dudes on dates rubbing their head, they finger on the girl <laughs> part. Like, is that shit real? <laughs> If they can't tell she got a wig on, he's probably looking at the wrong part of her body. He looking at her breast because it compliment her face. <laughs> <laughs> no breast compliment your wig. So I'm just gonna look at your breast. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So so let me exactly. so, so let me ask you this. What what I, I know you said initially when you moved to um to Memphis, you got because you didn't really know anybody and all that. But you've been in Dallas for a while now, right? I've been in Dallas for almost two years now. Right. So, I I have a lot of female friends and, and relatives and and all that stuff. And it seems like you know dating for women is just a nightmare. Period. What 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 do what do you all think is the issue now? Why it's so hard finding you know dating and finding decent guys? Well, what do you all think that the, some of the main issues are? Men. So we're gonna look y'all try to talk to the men. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna be real honest and say at this age, finance jump right out at me. I'm not doing struggle love. Mm -hmm. So I need you to be at a point in your life. Nothing wrong with having additional potential, but I need you to be in reach some potential. So if you still trying to become the master barber from 25 years ago, no, thank you. You still trying to get your rap career off the ground. <laughs> I listen in uh, uh, DJ Mike. Go ahead and finish that out. You trying to be the best damn truck driver, but you ain't finished school yet. And like, it's a financial stability, first off and foremost. I don't know what happened to our young men, but at four, in this age group, very few are financially. And I'm not even, I'm not looking for somebody that's making, you know, six, seven figures. I'm just saying you, you secure what yeah. you got. Right. And I, you had to take care first, of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> first, yeah, I'm not finding that. I don't know if Toya finding something different, but that's the first step. They financial security. Well, for me, I think that we're living right now. We're living in a generation where we are, um, we're getting the fruit of single parent households, and we have. Um, and this is what I say all the time. I feel like we got a lot of men here. Uh, men that didn't really have male figures in their life and they were raised by their mom and maybe coddled because you know how they're like mama's babies and you know the boys uh, the boys are like mama's babies and whatever and they're used to women like uh taking Tater care of them and you know because the first thing you meet nowadays like when you meet a guy the first thing they say is so can you cook yeah, I can. Well, when you gonna cook for me? Uh, after these dates you about to take me on, like I'm not about to be coming right out. You know, like you interviewing me or you looking for somebody that's gonna take care of you. You looking right. for somebody that you can come. They don't. They don't even like. You can't even go to a guy's house. Not that you're supposed to, but I'm just saying. But you can't even go to a guy's house and be comfortable and be like, you know, I can come over here and sit down and and chill out because. They don't even know how to make a home for themselves. It's almost like nowadays us women are 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 signing up to take a man from their mother and bring them home, as opposed to how it used to be back in the day when my parents were coming along, that the men were coming to take the woman right. from and bring it bring her into the household. You know, these guys are like they they're I don't feel like they are not saying all men. I'm not generalizing this. 
Right. But I'm going to say that a lot of men are not equipped with the tools that they need in order to be husbands and fathers because they haven't had male influence in their lives. But it's, 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 I, it's I'm it's, also going to say we live in a hookup culture too. Everybody want to, but it, it's, it's strange to hear that from you all at our age, because I, I believe everything you said applies so much to the younger generation, but it's just hard to believe that you guys are meeting people in their forties and fifties and stuff that you still feel like, you know, like baby, basically mama boys and get looking for somebody to take care of them. Cause I see that in the younger generation. Like, and, and I get so angry when I see women that's always talking about their son at like they man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's dangerous. I think it, 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 it's not really teaching them to be men. It's like, and I, I think a lot of times with some of these women, they, they don't have a man and they do kind of make their son like they man, you know, and not, not no, no, sexual way or nothing like that but just on the emotional side <clears throat> you know they kind of tend to oh my look at my, my son my, my he that's my main man and this and that you know and and, and they coddle them and treat them almost like they man you know and and, and, well, and it makes them look for think that that's what they gonna have to find in a woman is somebody that's gonna treat them like their mom like with so me, my mother my mother was different there. when i was five my mom, I was, she wasn't, I was ironing my own clothes, washing my own clothes. I, I was, I was cooking. I learned how to cook early. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I can cook better than most women, you know, and my mom just taught me to be independent, you know, and, um, but I don't think that these younger, this younger generation have that, but it's, it's, again, it's interesting to hear that you guys saying that you also see that in people our age, which is sad. Absolutely. It's very sad. And, um, it makes dating even harder because you're. I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't have time to raise a grown ass person. I need and you it, to be grown. It's. I think it's. I start. I think it's starting to be uh, generational. It, it may have something to do with the fact that women are. When women get our age, they maybe they feel like they need to take care of somebody, or maybe that they they feel like it's a state of panic, so they want to settle, but. I don't want to settle because I was raised in a household, me, myself, I was raised in a household with a mother and a father. So I know what a man's role is supposed to be, but you have like, when you date these guys, it's like general, like I said, I'm 44 years old. So it's very rare that you see people. I'm going to say very rare, but it's, it's common when you see people to me and our age that they don't have a mother anymore. Their mother is this, so they're looking to replace her instead of instead of he who finds a wife finds a good thing is he who finds a mother finds has found a good thing that's what i think it is now well i don't yeah but i I, I don't it's like we were talking to last night there's also this this preconceived notion of what you should be like the young man who said he lost his marriage because his wife wanted to know how much money he made annually. Like, we're like, okay, well, wait, shouldn't that be something that you should tell? And he was like, no, my father said you shouldn't tell that. So there's also these preconceived for the ones who may have had a father and mother, not talking about anybody's parents, but were they the best example? Because you're coming into a relationship with a notion and you're not even willing to change it. You literally lost your marriage because of that one fact. At least that's what you told us, that one fact. And it just seemed kind of like, wow, at what point do you start to kind of rethink what it should look like and make sure you're defining it for yourself? 
I think yeah. that goes both ways too, because I think there's Absolutely. a lot of women that has a lot of fucked up preconceived things of what the man should be, you know, or old fashioned ways of thinking. Because you know, we're not in the in the, the day and the age of our grandparents and of a one a one income home and all that. You know, you know, got way more working women now, and it really takes two incomes to maintain the kind of lifestyle that most of us want, unless you just really making that big big money. But well, you. Cause, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Because, you know, you hear these women that say, like, oh, well, you know, he should pay the bills and my money should be my money and shit like that. You know, my mother always told me, you got don't ever marry no selfish woman and don't ever get with no woman that don't want to work. I was instilled in my mother. My mother was a working person. You know what I mean? So I was right. never, you wasn't coming to me with that, I don't want to work or I think the man should do this. Maybe I was fucked up for thinking that, but that's what my mother instilled in me because I seen her work every day and bust her ass every day to provide. And I didn't want nothing less than, than that. I'm going to do my part, but I don't want nobody that's going sit, to sit at home waiting for me to bring it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can agree with you. I can agree with you on that. But it's like, I feel like with women nowadays in dating, what they need to realize is that they have to find out what the man's background is. Like, what were they taught? What, what values were instilled in them? You know, because like my parents, my mother, she worked, but she always told us, and my sons can agree to this. I mean, you know, she can vouch for this. My mother used to say, you don't want no 50-50 man. If you got a man that's only want to pay 50% of everything that's going on in the household, and you got a roommate. You know, so my mother used to tell me that. But now in today's day and age, I'm like, you got to have two incomes in order to, for your household to work. But just the guy that we met last night. Oh, my goodness. But, he but before you just, go on with that, I want to just say, because what you just said. But we and we have to be, you know, and I hope I don't I, I mean, end up being like that with my kids not knowing. But. A lot of times what our parents would tell us is it was relevant for their time. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, so it's not, and they thinking they're giving us sound advice because that's, you know, because like your mom said, don't go 50-50. Because her her grandmother would probably say, if you got to go up and if you got to even go to work, you don't have no real man. You know what I mean? Because in that age and time, that's how it was. So, you know, we just have to be. I, I took it as when Mrs. Brodus told us that I don't I don't I didn't take it as she meant like if he's not willing to pay everything he's not the one but if he coming in setting limits like I'm only can only bring 50% to the table then you want to reevaluate that situation right she worked I know that she contributed to our household and contribute raising her kids right so it wasn't about 50-50 inside of that's it's the mindset right if you're if he's walking into this like we 50 50 then he's looking at you as a partnership and not a provider well i don't i, right? I don't not that you're going to let him take care of everything but there's a provider okay well, i don't i don't know it depends on the situation because what if what if you fall in love with a man that, that you make far more money than we that's gonna be let's put that on another topic because that's another <laughs> issue that's another issue earl the money me and my son for the world to hear, we're not broke bitches sitting over here talking right. shit. We make, uh, we hold our own. That's what I'm saying. So what if, what if you, what if you fall in love with a really um, nice excuse guy? Excuse me, excuse me. Speak for yourself. Thank you. So what if, what if, <laughs> look, what if you fall? What, what if you meet? Wait, what if you meet a guy? You meet a guy who's a really, he's he's really nice guy, treats you well and all that, but you make more money than him. Not saying that he's broke. You know, right. I'm not saying that he's broke, but you. 
you may make more money than him to where if he had to pay 75% of the bills or whatever, it may leave him with far less money to, you know, extra money, whatever, where you balling over here because you only paying the light bill and, and one car note, and now you going shopping, you got Chanel bags, Louis Vuitton, everything, and he can barely go buy beer because he didn't pay most of the bills because, you, you know what I mean? Because you want this big 4,000-square-foot house that he's trying to make you happy in, but he got, you know what I'm saying? So, no, but I, well, I, the topic that we'll save for another day is I have yet to be met a man who's comfortable with my salary range. So we can make, so you may not even meet a man who he who's comfortable with that. But again, it's not about him paying 50% of the bills. It's him having a mentality of 50 cents. I think right. that's two different things, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So I believe in, let's bring all our resources to the storehouse. Let's put them together, get the stuff taken care of, and let's each take off for what, you know, so we can each have a slush fund. I don't need yeah. to know everything you're doing. Right. You don't got to know everything I'm doing. We can have a slush right. fund for each other. I believe in that, but if you're walking in with the mentality right. of 50%, then that's it's a mentality yeah. that nah, you... That should be just something discussed, and you just see where each other fall financially and would make sense. Exactly. What makes sense for the relationship? But if you can't tell me how much you make, then don't ask me for my number, because I'm good. Yeah. That, 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 that's ridiculous. Yeah. We're, we're coming together to this in, in a union, and it's part love and part business. Let's be very clear. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between black folks and white folks. White folks, they get married and they look at it as a business arrangement. I, I think they marry like you come from good stock and we went to college together. I think white girls, they go to school, they go to college looking for a husband. They don't go looking for a degree. That's no, but, but, but no, I don't agree with that. Cause I'm going to tell you why, because <laughs> you're, you're putting them all white folks in the category as if all of them come from money and they all going to college and all that. That's a lot of broke ass. White yeah, folks, but like, I'm telling you, in a generation that we, in a that's generation, marrying for love, and they all but, broke and all that. Yeah, shit too. but that's that. I think that's the generation X, honey, because when I was coming along, them white girls was going to college, and they was trying to, they was going to college looking for them a football player, or they was looking for them somebody that was going to school to be a lawyer or a doctor, and they was catching they ass there. We was the stupid ones. We was up at school trying to get an education for ourselves. They was they was over there going to try. They was trying to get the man where they ain't have to get no education. They was hanging out in the, in the, in the cafeteria and shit. We was going to. Class. We also went to a white school. Let's be clear. We went to a PWI, so there we went go. to a predominantly white institution. And yeah, it was a difference because they were like, you know, they wanted to date the men. They were asking about their degrees and where they wanted to go, and we was like, oh, he is cute. Right. He is in that fraternity. <laughs> right. We were like, like it, and I think that just comes from, I grew up in a single parent home, right? And so my instructions was, you need to be able to take care of yourself. Don't depend on the system. Don't depend on anyone else. Get out and make your own, right? Yeah. That was my marching degree when I went to college. It wasn't like, try to meet somebody, get to know somebody. That wasn't it. You need to get that paperwork so you can make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah, I and I think... Toya, you can agree that was the marching orders walking out of your house. Like, you need to go yeah. get that paperwork. My, so you my, can my mom and dad, my mom and dad snatched my ass out. Like, hey, you up there, you ain't taking care of your baby. You, it's time for you to come home. And you're not about to be up there partying on our dime. So they was like, you need to come home and, and do the family business because you're not, you know, 
but it's just it's so many different things that you have to look for when it comes to dating and the fact that it's the pandemic and you don't even get to go and visit like you have to ask more questions now like are you so what are your feelings on the mask and are you being you know pandemic compliant like you know you got to ask so many questions on top of what we already got going on it's just so it's a card let me ask you this Yes. Have you felt, have you, has, has dating been any different from you from during this pandemic? Has it changed, in, um, changed for you? Being that you were already doing the online dating before, has, has it changed any? Yes, because now what have also signed up on the dating sites are the horny toes who been locked away for the pandemic so they couldn't get out and get into their regular, you know, where they will find it. So now they online and yeah, I, I refuse to pay because I went to sign up following my Sans advice. I take advice from her Sans, you should get off the free site and go to one that pay. Okay. I set it up and the first person I bumped into was a horny toad. You know, I was, was I was telling Toya when we were talking, when we were discussing doing this show, I, I honestly think, that most men that are online dating are either men that may not, you know, you know may kind of be like nerdish or whatever that don't really have the confidence to approach women, or men that that do, but they think that the women aren't. They're looking for desperate women online to take advantage of. Those are the two 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 type of men I think that's 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 online looking I mean I'm not saying all of them it's probably yes. some really decent guys that you know you just probably but I think the majority of them fall in those two categories the guys that really don't have the confidence to meet women face to face or approach them or whatever or the right. ones that are looking for desperate women to, for them to take advantage of I definitely agree with the second one there is definitely this sense of Especially me being a bigger girl, you got to be desperate. So I could come at you with any kind of bullshit that I want to, and you are going to accept it because as a bigger girl, you don't get that many options. So you're going to take what you can get. So that is absolutely um, where they think you're insecure, right? right. Saying you have somebody tell you a whole paragraph on what you should wear and dress on her profile. Like they do, they feel like, oh, y'all are desperate. So let us help you. So that is definitely. I don't know if they're, I would call some of the ones I have met nerdy. I would think looking at them like you should have the confidence to walk up to somebody. But I don't, I guess I don't think about it like that because the same, I have confidence to walk up to somebody, but you know. Yeah, awesome. and nerdy nerdy wasn't probably the, 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 the right word to use. I think it's just more of the ones that Socially like, like, like lack, yeah, lack of confidence. Right. Not, they don't have social yeah. skills. Right. Yeah, socially, maybe socially yeah. and inadequate but you know what one of the things that we find in now sans um is we it's a lot of truck drivers on dating sites it's a lot a, it's a lot of truck drivers i i just want to date with a truck driver <laughs> with a truck driver but yeah at the end of that date i had to tell him no no thank you i i i'm i can't because he lived in his truck which means you didn't have a residence means that when you're on layover between jobs you may want to feel like you should come and stay with me. And how can you how can you be in a relationship with someone and just say, for instance, he is a truck driver, you in a relationship, 
and he's going, you dropping him off at his truck and he's sleeping in his truck and you got a comfy house. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a recipe for disaster. I did that when, with my last, you know, uh, my last relationship. He the was one that dumped you? Tr- <laughs> yeah, the one that dumped me. I put up, I helped that mug get on his feet and he hey, left me. No, no. I'm going to tell you one of the things that scared, it was like when I, when I, when he broke up with me, it was like, I was just now getting, I ain't going to say just now that's wrong. But, um, I was getting to the point where I was accepting, accepting of our relationship and I was really, really in love with him. You know, I thought he was going to be the person that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. But one of the things that when I first met him, he was a truck driver. He lived in his truck because like much like the guy who she went out with, he was only home maybe a week or two weeks out of the whole month. So he found it didn't make sense for him to get an apartment because he would be paying for somewhere that he wasn't there. But my thing is what scared me about it was, well, what if you get sick or what if you fall down and break your leg or some shit like that as a girlfriend, I'm going to have to bring you into my house. Now I'm going to have to take, and it's like, that doesn't matter if we in it for uh, two months or two years. If I'm your girlfriend and I'm the person that you dating, how cold would you look at me as being, if I didn't bring you in and, and take care of you, that's too much responsibility for me. So, so again, you said the, um, the dating, you said it, it has changed a little bit since the pandemic, the online part. It, it has, I, there is, I think there's a lot more desperation out there because people are locked away, especially if you're complying, complying with the COVID lifestyle, you kind of locked away. It's hard to meet somebody. If you go to the grocery store, you're trying to make that a 15 minute whirl around and get on back out of there. Cause you, you know, the virus. So it has, it is because some people can't deal with being the isolation, right? So there's a loneliness that kind of drives their action. And yeah, it, it has, they, you, you, it's just more. And you're like, holy crap, where are these people coming from? What the hell is wrong with y'all? It's, but it's more. But it's the same thing for women too, because yes. like I have been, I don't even like, I, I know that the way it is with me, like I was telling them last night, like this quarantine got me on edge. I got two bananas that I don't even want to eat because I just want to look at them. I like the way they curve and all that type of shit. Oh I'm my like, God. you oh, going, yeah, you I, better get out. You're going crazy. I promise you. I be like, remind me, out. remind me if I ever come to your house, you better not offer me a banana because I am not going to eat that motherfucker. Hey, and if you know where that banana, eat banana I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust the cucumber either. Okay. <laughs> right, right. I ain't eating shit at your house, dude, you ever. That'll be your best. That'll be your best bet. I'm trying to tell you. I, it's like it's every. I went out last when we were at the. We went over to uh, a 709 last night, and we was talking to this guy, and I was like, "You see that bump in his pants?" She was like, "No." I was like, "Girl, look when he crossed his leg just to the top." Like we was like, <laughs> right. And I'm over there like he like he got a strong back, girl. Yeah, look like that we, back. We, 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 we worse than the men now, I promise we you. We worse like... than the men. It's hard. The Man. pandemic is hard, Earl. It, it definitely is. has. If you struggle on the dating scene, if you entered the pandemic, sorry, Sans, y'all know you did, but if you entered it single, this shit sucks. And now Man. you have to be even more 
aware if you were meeting somebody online. Like I probably went on more first dates in the last two months than I have in the last year. Wow. Right. Because of the pandemic. Um, and she right, you do, you you try not to let that side think of you, but I'm like, his back looks strong. Look his <laughs> I'm it's trying like, to tell you. Right, it's look, like y'all everything. Look, beard. look, you over here like, let me touch your beard. Let me see what your beard looks like. <laughs> right. It's like everything is is sexual. You heard when he was like, I was like, you ain't pronouncing the D. You didn't say the D. <laughs> right. You ain't say the D in my right. name. You, you didn't say the D. Say the D. The D. Hey, right, so 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 when you go on these on these dates with these guys that you meet online, do you have? Well, obviously, you go somewhere public where you feel safe. Absolutely. But do you do you let anybody know where you're going, or you know, you have people say, "Hey, look, I'm going on this date. It's where we're going," and all I'm that. A, I stalk her. Okay. Listen, we're from Michigan. People in Detroit turn up missing going on first dates. Fuck that. Somebody right. got to know where the hell you at. So I Toya has permanent sharing. So, hey, I'm going out. If it looks like I'm somewhere in the wilderness, nigga, call 911 because that means shit ain't right. right. Yeah. Do, like, you, do, do you have a standard? Like, like, what point do you feel comfortable meeting them? Do you have to talk? Do you have to say, I got to exchange five emails with you before I meet you? Or, you know, like, what is... Uh, I'll be honest with Trey, I, I try to do it pretty immediate because I'm not going to waste yeah, my time. Yeah, and I hate that. I hate that I'm about her dating. I'm not talking to you. The I, not good. And it's the I hate that about her dating because she will go, she will meet somebody today and be going out for lunch tonight. And but I'm like, I, I mean, I get it though, because like you said, you don't want to waste, because you can start liking somebody from just a conversation. You know, just not, I mean, when I say liking, you start getting interested in somebody just from good conversation, then you meet them and they not at all who you think you've been talking to. Right. You meet them and they pass the J. No, thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Sorry, I got to plug up my charger here. Yeah, but it's like dating is really, it's hard. I, um, I have not, like, I, I paid for my site. I went on meet.com. I'll, I'll say the website that I'm on. And, um, it is like everybody, like I put up, you know, pictures, you try to say things that are not like political or, you know, try to, you know, put too much out there or I don't know. You try to say the right things, but it's like when you meet somebody and they get in your inbox or whatever, if it is immediately getting dick pics and stuff like that. Like before the pandemic, I was turning down dick pics. Now I'm See, like, that is Come amazing on to me. You got this, so you got these grown ass men in their forties and fifties doing that, huh? That is crazy. What? What? I hear it a lot though. What? I hear women say it, and, and you know what's so funny? What a lot of these guys don't understand is that you guys, you guys don't like that shit. Like I don't know no, what makes that them was think... pre-pandemic. We like it now. Right. <laughs> right. Listen, what about? Dick pic now, we like, hey, we gotta share this. Yeah, <laughs> like, know that, homie. No, but but and okay, we well, prior to that, but wasn't that a, to wasn't, all the girls. But wasn't prior to the pandemic and you your excessive horniness now, wasn't that like a kind of a turn off for somebody yeah. to do that initially? Yeah. It was. I definitely have stopped talking to guys because they're like, oh, hi, your name's Cordy. Oh, here's a picture of my face. Here's a picture of my dick. You're like, damn. Wow. Yeah. First of all, it's not impressive, sir. Right. Sharing this shit with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Second, you don't know 
Exactly. Right. So you're right. Pre-pandemic, the the dick pic, that's just crazy. And you got Facebook now where not only can you don't have to have a phone number to get a picture of somebody. Somebody dick. There's people that Facebook friends, I got pictures of they dick and I don't know what they face look like. <laughs> it's crazy because you getting more it's like that is one of the things what the pandemic has brought on to more dick pics and let me say this my name is latoya broadest my name is latoya broadest on facebook the bald head truth cancer called you want to send me a dick pic <laughs> drop it in my inbox fellas i'm open to it oh my god hey, make sure you do not send it to dear black folks at gmail.com that is my email and i don't want to see that shit I'm not forwarding shit. Hey, you know, it is like you think you think I'm you think I'm gonna have my email attached to a forwarding somebody's dingling? (laughs) And they be like, that nigga sent me this picture. No, ma'am. Here's the thing. Earl doesn't like dingling. His his co his co right. guests today like dingling. Uh, <laughs> right. So listen, you put put it in a subject line that do well, not open this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Earl, don't open. Just forward. Yeah. There's and let me thing. let me say this. FYI, we are now in a generation that you need to shave your penis, fellas. Okay. Now we're getting way off here. on the subject okay, now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are talking about dating now. You talking about shaving okay. balls and all? We ain't okay. talking about all. They that. don't. They don't know. I'm just trying to put it out there just in case. But anyway, yeah, you, you know, you you, you are really you are showing yes, your real level of desperate with yes, all this. You talking about? You talking about here. cucumbers, bananas, shaving balls, and all that? And like, let's not even talk about gray sweatpants. That's the new lingerie oh of <laughs> men. <laughs> Okay. So Earl, to answer your question, pre-pandemic, yeah, dick pics were they turned like I'm not saying I wouldn't take one if we was digging each other. Like you know, you thinking about me, but if you just met me yesterday, right. I should not know what your dick pic look your dick look like on right. Sunday. Right. At least let me ask. The pandemic, you or you get those, you get those uh, bare chest photos of like in the bed or whatever. They be like, yeah, oh my god, that be looking, that's that's gay looking. Oh, you would be surprised how many these pictures that these men take that you are like. Is it he ever? Did he really think that through? Like they be taking selfies. Like I've never seen so many men like. I show her on my on the dating site. This guy um, sent me a, a inbox or whatever, and he had went to a studio. He had got his he had a picture like with his hand on his chin, like he went to a professional studio <laughs> yeah, and got his picture like, like I'm gonna kill him with these pictures, boy. Wait yes! till I post this motherfucker. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm have all the ladies with this picture here. Up there, he had to see your picture. He had the foot on the log, you know how you put the foot on the log, like and then, like, you standing on the bridge or whatever. They got the makeshift bridge, right? To your point, he was probably one of those ones that are social, socially awkward, right? He probably could not walk up and talk to somebody because you went to a professional studio to have <laughs> pictures. I was like, are those prison pictures? Because the background yeah, is, it was. That was, I wasn't sure. It so, was like a yeah, green it, screen. <laughs> it, right, it was a green screen. So he probably is socially awkward. You could tell he put the investment into his profile. It was a good joke for us, but <laughs> he really did right. put the investment in his profile. 
or you get you get them that they profile they like you scrolling through and you can just watch the like them age like they put pictures back in the day when they had an s curl and then this picture you looking like this is like oh my god like it's like you are like really did you really put this picture on up here like, like i don't want to see what you look like shit. when you was 25 i want to see what you look like now now I exactly promise you. exactly <sighs> exactly so it's it's yeah mm-hmm. so what what okay, like what happened to the days of, of, of just meeting people, you know, from social gatherings? And I mean, those days pretty much over just or meeting people through other people. And well, for me, I have never been the one to attract people a lot at social gatherings because I've gotten the feedback that I look mean. And if you see me, Earl, I'm always laughing. I'm ready. Yeah, to you always laughing with us. Yeah. Right, but I get feedback that I look mean or unapproachable. So, I mean, even hanging on the bike set, I've heard that from a couple of the bike guys say, wow, you look mean. I'm like, damn. Yeah, which is, I'm sure you get tired of hearing that because it's so not you, you know. It's so not me. And some people are like, oh, that's the way for them to break the ice. Well, here on this podcast, I will tell you, if you walk up and tell a girl she look mean, a woman that she look mean, you are not breaking the ice. Right. Now, yeah. I'm going to be mean because why the hell are you over here talking to me if I look so fucking mean? So, uh, yeah, it, I don't, I was never, that was my struggle. Toya didn't have that struggle, but that was my no, struggle. Toya don't have, I, I Toya don't have that struggle because she always laughing and talking shit. So, of course, they're going to no, know she and, ain't mean. And the struggle that they, I they, have they, they is think that. She's, they think she's mentally challenged. Is what no, they they, I get <laughs> I get put into the friend zone. I get friend zone really fast. Like, I get, I get put into the... Uh, little sister friend zone or you know i've always been like it what reminds me growing up i was always like uh like queen latifah everybody liked my friends and they used to want me to hook them up with my friends or whatever so i was like one of the fellas and all that so i i never like and now it's like i think that because of how i talk shit on facebook and you know how my mouth is just horrible at times that they be All like, the I ain't about to, I ain't about to uh date her. She be done told somebody I'm on blood pressure pills or said that my dick is little or something. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell y'all. I won't tell. <laughs> so this one, I'm gonna order two t-shirts. I'm gonna get one for you, Takardi, that says, I am not mean. Yes. And then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one for you, uh, Toy, that says, I don't wanna be your friend. And oh. then in parentheses, please blow my back out. <laughs> we, I, right? <laughs> what what'd she say? Yeah, can you put that on my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want the parentheses part too? Right. But really, you know, what, what, you know, because, you know, before online and all that, <clears throat> when we were all younger in our 20s and all that, that was how you met people, just being out. 
So that you know, is how you met people, just being out. And have we just gotten? I don't know if it was easier, or maybe we were out more. If you think about it in our twenties versus today, do you go out more? Did you go out more when you were younger? Yeah. Than you do today? I I know I did. We was out all the time when we were younger. Yes. And it was more. Now and we're, and now it was, we're asleep it, by nine o'clock. And it was yeah. And it was a lot more. <laughs> it was a lot more meeting people like you know if your 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 buddy had a girlfriend and she had a friend or you know hookups like that. And stuff like now exactly. we older so let me ask you as women do you all find that most of, do you are most of your friends married or single um well, my closest friends are, married. are single well my well here in dallas they're they're single but like our friends in life are are married but one of, let me say this dallas is a hard place for single people because that everybody goes out coupled up. If they go to church, they're coupled up. They go out to lunch, they're coupled up. Like everybody goes out here as a couple. So it's damn near like if you don't meet somebody at work or online dating, how do you meet them? Because it's everybody is always out. Like they even go to church together down here. I like think. you don't see you don't see a group of guys out in a you might see a group of girls, but you don't just see a group of guys out by themselves. They are always coupled up. So I always say hard. too. I think for for single women, I think Atlanta is tough too. For single women. Yeah, for very different reasons though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, you have no. I, no, seriously, I, I think it's tough because you have, you know, you got the the you got the ones that's married. Then you have the ones obviously that the high gay population here. And you know when and, and when you battling between that. You know, it makes the, the pickings a lot slimmer. I could never live in Atlanta. I'm telling you. And that is honestly true. I could never live in Atlanta and date because how I am. Like, I have sabotage, and I'm being completely honest. I have sabotage relationships because I have a fear of dating a man that's bisexual. Mm -hmm. And if you give me one indication <laughs> that you bisexual, I will... It will stick in my head. Right. In my sense, she to Cordy, she tried, she tried to talk me off the ledge. Like it's all in your mind. Like I don't know what happened to me to make me feel that way, but I got. I think I'd be looking at everybody like you. You could be. <laughs> you could be. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit irrational at times. Some of the things she she kind of clamp on to. Like uh uh, did you see the way he said yes? <laughs> He right. said he let she that glad, S. She glad she let that anything. S hang too long. Right. He let that S hang too long. He got way too happy. You know, he, he may like boys. That's because she, uh, she hang around us. She hang around these dudes too much. She be hearing this shit. We be like, see that fool? Something ain't right with him. I, is that what it is? Because I'm yeah. telling you. You got I, our mentality. I, Oh my God! I just—it's like it's horrible for me. Like it's—I—I could if I, I couldn't live in Atlanta because I would drive myself crazy. I—I I would. It, yeah. Let's yeah. Go. No. Also, I think another hard thing for us, which I didn't know until I got here, is our hair. What? Our hair. I've gotten men who have literally said to me, "Do you like women?" Because she most got felt women up. Okay, uh, Sam, I'm going to say that on national, on a, on this song. But I've had men say to me, you like women too? Because that, this is a signature haircut, I guess, of women who like women. I would I, never I, I have wouldn't, I wouldn't, locks. I, I wouldn't, I, that's crazy. Because I, I don't, 
I don't see that in you. Like I would, you don't. No. Just, just Did you see it in when me? We went to buy her Mercedes Benz. We went to her Mercedes. <laughs> we went to the Mercedes Benz shop looking for her, and we were talking about a car. And the salesman, we he he had been talking to us like for forty five minutes. You know, if you've been around us, you know we crack a joke talking shit right. all the time. So we talked about her getting this SUV. He was like, I mean, it should be good. It's just the two of y'all, right? We was like, whoa, whoa. I thought was a couple. Right, yeah, but the you know, that's the reason. That's, <laughs> that's the reason why I grew my hair back because I, it, it, like here, they automatically thought I was gay. Like, honestly, yeah. they automatically thought that I, I was know, gay. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, with you to call, I won't, with your hair, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't, I, it, I don't get that. I mean, it's crazy that people would, I didn't but think I so either, nah, but I've I heard it, it several times. And to Toya's point, yes, I was. we were out at a club one night. I was looking rather girly, had on my little sundress, feeling cute, and it was some chick trying to put her hand up my dress. She did put her hand up your she, dress. When I, when I approached, you know, when I said something, she was like, oh, were well, they usually like it? Who the fuck is they? Wow. Yeah. She put her hand up She put her, her hand up my dress. You didn't suck and she her said head. they usually like it. And I'm thinking she must be talking about people with my style oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. another challenge out in public. It is. Right? You have to, the men I've met in public who are okay with it, they don't come from the South. Like I met some people from right. Michigan. They don't come yeah, maybe from we just know. the deep South, not yeah. from this beltway. They're not in this beltway that think that, you know, hey, it's cool. Your hair cool. I don't think that about you. It's not. And, and I tell people, I talk, like, I was just talking, I, I talked to uh, this dude the other day, and I was telling him, I'm like, when I, when I meet somebody, and when I, um, when I meet somebody, and I get in a relationship, I'm gonna cut my hair back off, because that's where I want to be, that's, I want to have my hair, and that's sad that you gotta, I, but I think that that's, kinda... I think, I think, I don't think, if, I think you should wear your hair the way you want to wear it right now. You'll never meet nobody down here, honey. Okay, so so I, okay, you. so here's 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 a problem you may start then. If you if you wearing your hair like that because you think it's gonna help you attract a man and then you cut it off, what if he don't like it cut off? What if he uh, oh, I mean we like, would have a discussion, but I I, I feel as you're though not being who you, you want to be, you better cut I am your not hair. my hair. Well cut <laughs> the shit off then. If that's what you really I know, like. It's just it's just hard. It's I, I it's hard dating down here with with short hair. It's really really hard because the the LGBT whatever that last initial is they don't add it now. Um, they adopt you immediately. They're so like you're you with you. us, come with us. And then with me hanging out on the motorcycle set, with me being a truck driver by profession, it's you like have oh all yeah, the gay I got the huh? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. And I, and then like the tattoos and everything, whatever yeah. you said, you <laughs> in advance. Oh, like she a truck so. driver? She ride motor? Oh yeah, she must be the man on the relationship. Right. <laughs> 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 ah, you the man in the relationship? <laughs> it's crazy. It's really crazy because never in my life had I thought that my hair would define my sexuality. I'm like, yeah. what? No, but your cousin you, told you to, that. But I can go to the beauty slide. You gonna run me that hundred dollars or whatever and, it is? I don't and get do my you, hair done. I go. And do you know how much hair a wash, blow dryer, and curl? Like these hairstylists down here in Dallas, they think a lot of they but, they they style. But okay. what's crazy is that I mean, black women. I I got cousins that you know back home in L.A. They've always worn their hair short for years. You know, and 
black women wear their hair in all kind of different styles. It's not like you have a short hairstyle and then you nothing else about you looks feminine. Like you completely look like a, a feminine woman to me. That you know. Absolutely, that like men. Right. Don't look at the haircut. I like men. But your haircut doesn't even <laughs> yeah. make you look mannish or nothing. You, like you look you, like a feminine woman with a nice short haircut. And we I have went, to be, you have to be on your barber, right? I like I'm very nervous about that. And my fans know that. I'm very nervous. Like, do I don't make me look manly? Give me some curves around the front so it won't look so clean cut like a man. Right. Because I that it's crazy we have to think about that, but as single women, we do. Yeah, it is. So what's the what's what's I know you told us about the pastor. I want to hear from both of you. Um well I know Toy, you said you haven't really been on a lot of them, but if you have, what is the craziest date you've been on from the internet? Like or or one of the craziest things that happened, if there's any. Ooh, uh, oh, I have one. I do. Sam, you wanna go first? No, go ahead, because I still got to think. Okay. <laughs> Don't nobody so, be inboxing her. Go ahead. Right. Okay, so I met, okay, so I met this guy off the internet and sort of online dating. And we, you know, we started exchanging messages. Um, and we exchanged messages actually for quite a while, um, longer than I would have before we saw each other. So we go out on our first date. We go to have breakfast. We had a good time talking about politics, the Bible, you know, state affairs around the world. And at the end of the day, and for the next four weeks, he asked me every day, could we move in together? Damn. Every day. He wanted to, and I, so I'm thinking, okay, to Cordy, maybe he cracking a joke. So after about the 15th time of saying, hey, why don't we go find a place together? I find out this. Well, he was already living with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he pretty much moved in with her the same way they went out on a date and a couple of days later they were living together and he was really looking for his next move because the lady he moved in with she she wasn't clean so he, he was ready to move on from her and so, also those those them and now should I not say that about the Africans nope. looking for a green? Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. No, nope. nope. <laughs> oh, I don't want to put that out there. But he, I had to block him because he literally was like kind of whining with it. Like, why can't we live together? Why can't it just be me and you together, growing a relationship in the same house under the same uh, roof? I don't know you. Right. You, he seen me one time one time in person in his life and for the next month every day can we move in together i found us an apartment i could come over there and i can move in with you like yeah he 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 really tried man i would tell you when i uh, hearing some of these stories from you all and you know just over the years from my you know family and friends as women if there is a such thing as reincarnation, I hope to God I don't come back as no woman. I will come, still come back as a mega. <laughs> this the stories y'all be telling me, boy. Woo. It is crazy. He and I, I'm like, dude, you can't move in with me. You need to go live on your own, figure out what you want in life, and get your get it get it together, right? And yes, he was not born of this country. Um which is another interesting fact because I met another one from the same region 
who told me that that story was crazy, but then I later find out that he needed a green card. So he too was trying to marry me after the first three. <laughs> the first you got three to, days yeah, you you got a really, green card. You got to really look at those, those. Some of those people be looking at, they be looking at them people like, I'm going to go on these dating sites and I'm going to make her fall in love with me so we can get married and then I can get a green card. But that's what I was saying earlier. They, you know, some ones that's looking for desperate women. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he let he he completely bashed the guy trying to move in with me, but then he, he let me card. know that he did need a green card and he was ready to marry me. He at least waited two weeks. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a little better. Right, I mean, <laughs> right. He waited two weeks and three days later, and after every day, I felt like he was on the verge of telling me he loved me. Like this is not gonna work, sir. This is not gonna work. It's not. So you had yeah. any crazy ones, Toya? You know, I don't have, I don't really have any stories to tell about, um, so, about the dating so shit. Like I, it, yeah, my, my, it is pathetic. <laughs> it was like, like I have met guys that have phone conversations. Uh, if we happen to get off of the, the inbox because they want to be in the inbox all the time. They just want to text message and all of that type of stuff. But I guess I would say, well, Reservoir was probably like, you know, the closest. Yeah, we thought Reservoir was going to be a, with that. Okay, so yeah. we have a name for everybody. So Reservoir yeah. is not your real name, just in case you're going to yeah. go with that. Just Reservoir okay. is the place that I we used to meet or whatever. We would meet right. out to dinner. So, the like, you know, my my first dates, I take her with me. Like, come on. I'm about to- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I might be dating inaccurately. That right. might be my you problem. Be you don't know who you so run you, into, Earl. Like you meet people yeah, I understand online, that, but still, you, and they want to come to your house. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. Guys come to your house to so like you've met me online. My, I don't know if catfishing me or not, but the first time I meet you is not going to be me opening my door. Yeah, my my thing is is like most of the people that I've met here in Dallas have been because. You know, like I, um, you know, I'm a truck driver and I deliver locally. So I meet people at my stops and, you know, um, just meet people out and about and um, being on the set and shit like that. So it's like um, I'm I'm I have not been able I've not really dated a lot. And it's because another thing is like, I don't think that my head and my heart is in a position right now to like really, really date because I'm still doing comparisons. So I, I don't think I'm in a good place. You right comparison now. with from, from your last relationship? Yeah, so, I do. All right. I'm not going. All right. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> because, yeah, because you, you acting like, I wish I we wasn't on this. but it was just, you, I, me, you only feel like this. that because he ended up dumping your ass. That's why you feel no, like that now, because it was this. red no. flags and you wasn't all the way happy. I know, so but it, the thing about it is, is that. You're just trying to get somebody like, to feel you know, sorry for you, you know on this podcast that's going to inbox you for a date. No, that's all honest, slick ass. Yeah, I know what you me know. a dick pic. Feel sorry for me. No, it's <laughs> like, no. It's not even that. It's just that I had a level of comfort with him, even though it was not a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? It was not a great relationship, but I was comfortable. I didn't have to say, well, what do you like to do? And what's your favorite color? What's your sign? I didn't have to go. I have went through all the preliminaries. Now I have to start all over. And it's like, you know, Reservoir, I told you that we, I was out with Reservoir and I looked at him and I'm like, you are not 
my ex. Like, I got to start all over with you. Like, you don't know. If I'm at the bathroom and my food comes out and they don't bring sour cream, you don't know to say, hey, she needs extra sour cream. Like, it's like I got to start all over. Of course you got to start all over. That's I just know. Part yeah, of but that's the hard part right now, though. It it is, and not only that for hard. me. Not only that for me, being with somebody that was with me during my breast cancer journey, I got to show them these bald head titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to go. I got to go through that all over again. My insecurities about my body. And then the quarantine, I got me fat. I can understand that part of it, you know? Yeah. The quarantine, I got me fat. So I got very low standards right now. (laughs) I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for much. Just take me out (laughs) once a week. Act like you like me or something. Damn. Exactly. Like, it's just hard for me. Like, I feel I wish I had an ounce of, like, when it comes to, like, on Facebook or, you know, my friends, I f- they probably feel like I got all the confidence in the world. But when it comes you hide to- behind the laughs. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how exactly. I was. That's, that's, it up. that's how I was when I was overweight. Yeah. When I was first. Yeah, made. I mean, over. I was overweight too. At my I, biggest. Tell I them how much you guys. Yeah. yeah, you guys. I both. weighed four hundred and two pounds at my heaviest. I was so, three thirty, and I would joke and laugh and stuff, but inside I was miserable. Yeah, yeah. well, you're and you're you're carrying so much, right? And it's really doing harm to your body, and that can work on your psyche as well. So. Um, it's not always all secure and right. So just imagine with you guys, like y'all had, y'all had weight was the issue and you can lose that. And now y'all both have lost it. And now your confidence is on a thousand, but I have to live with this forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's just hard for me. It's kind of easier to talk to somebody, but when it's time that I be feeling like it's the conversation, you know what I'm saying? I be feeling like I gotta be like, well, you know, I had breast cancer and I got a double mastectomy. And they be like, you ain't got no titties? Oh, yeah, wait, I got titties, you know. But about those titties, like. <laughs> it's a couple of things missing off of them you might want to know. <laughs> right, right. These are scratch and sniff titties. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, it's like, it's but, but you know, But you know, Toy, that was, you just got to find the right person because that was, it's funny as, crazy part about when Bree made me really love you as a friend that Bree attracted to me to you as my friend and how we became close was your openness and honestness about it and your uh, willingness to joke about it and make light but also you was willing and you was open about it you make light about it but you're passionate about it too you don't mm-hmm. take it as a joke you just you know because I've I've witnessed you find out somebody had breast cancer that you didn't know and went to the hospital right then and went to go see him. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. but that was one of the things, and, and and it's gonna just take the right person to appreciate that in you. And and, if, and sometimes, you know, we just have to learn to be happy by ourselves. I mean, it yeah. sucks to say that because I, you know, before yeah. I was married and all that, I've always been a relationship, more of a relationship type person. And I didn't have relationships for a while. You know, it would be lonely, you know, because, you know, you really want. But then 
And I'm not saying be to, to say it in the sense to the where you're gonna always just want not not want to be with nobody. You always want that, but but also, you know, be comfortable with knowing until I find the right person, I'm not gonna settle. That's what I mean by right. that. Right. Well, that's the hard part because some days you're ready to settle, like fuck yeah. it. All this standard shit is too hard. <laughs> Like, I really don't deserve all those things I'm asking for. And, uh, and unfortunately, the older we get, the older we get, the more of those standards, it be, you know, it becomes more standards because what you go, what you was willing to accept from a 22-year-old man, you're not going to be willing to accept from no 50-year-old I know. Man. I know. So it's it, rough. It just... Like, you'd be like, well, am I overbearing? Should I? I really shouldn't be. Who am I to think that I deserve a motherfucker with a job? Like, like I, I make enough money. I can support him. I can support a small child. It's like, right. It get hard. It get hard. Yeah. Like, I hear you. And right, right, but it get hard. That shit, you, you get Stop over saying it. it get hard. It's in a quarantine. <laughs> Those oh. type of words trigger me. <laughs> I feel sorry for that damn. Oh, I feel well. I feel sorry oh. for that banana and that cucumber after this phone Listen, call. Is over. I'm telling you, it is. This quarantine is the worst shit <laughs> ever. And I and I am. I have underlying health issues, and that ain't what I'm worried about. I'm like, I'm willing to roll the dice on the cancer. Come on now. I'm like, <laughs> give me a dick pic to stay hard. No blood pressure pills. <laughs> <laughs> You are retarded. Right, right. Like, listen, right now you feel like I'm willing to take a chance. I know, man. I'm telling you. It is is waiting for, to your point, right, the mature side of understanding, like, you got to tough it out until you meet somebody versus the other side where, listen, in the meantime, can somebody send us some dick pics? If I had if I had a came in if I had a came into this uh, quarantine with like just a dick like a fuck buddy, I think I would have been okay. Like if I had had somebody that I could just you know you do have one. It's in the kitchen. I know, but you want, but I predict like you know I'm gonna tell you this. Masturbating in the pandemic, you get tired of that shit. You'd be like, cause it's like you you can't you can predict your own movements. You know what I'm saying? You know that the fingers about to go over here. You know the fingers about to go over there. I want to be able to lay back, like, ooh, that's a surprise. Ooh, that's new. Like, you right, know what I'm right. And if I watch one more version of some big big booty chicks on porn, uh, I'm gonna cry. Like I hate to. Like I'm tired of watching. I'm tired of watching other people have sex. I'm yeah, tired I don't of even watch that. porn no more. And I've been watching porn since I was eight, and I don't even watch that shit no it's, more. It's it can't do it. I can't even whip out the toys and be happy. It is so. It's different now. Yeah. Yeah, you want that. Pandemic made a difference. Well, yeah, part of it too, sex is one thing, but real companionship is another thing. Somebody to really be able to talk to and vibe with and all of that stuff. So it makes sense. Someone you can kick it with. Like in the quarantine, I'm happy for all the couples that survived. I mean, you really like your mate because it's a lot of people that did not. I'm telling you, when it first started, when it for, when a um quarant when the pandemic first got acknowledged and they were like everybody stay in your house and all of that shit, I was like oh it's about to be some single men out here. I was glad like oh when they get tired they come out and they gonna be tired of hanging in the house with them bitches. Everybody gonna break up. I'm like get ready get ready. Ooh, Our time is coming. You, you didn't just piss every married woman off when you just said they gonna fuck you up when they see you out. <laughs> <laughs> They, they going to be they gonna be looking at that go that bitch right there that said that hey, she say what you like and say what you like honey okay because right. i i'm telling you when the pandemic first started 
I we never thought that it was going to be this long. Yeah, I did. So we sure felt. Didn't. We felt you. You thought it was gonna be this no, long. No, I said I damn sure didn't. Oh yeah, we, right. So we didn't think it was gonna be this long, and they was telling everybody to stay in the house. They had shut down everything. People wasn't working. We working from home. The kids are staying at home from school. So you like, oh shit, it's about domestic violence is going up, and couples is gonna be breaking up. Like right. you know, it ain't so bad. I might talk to him. He only he gave her only one black eye. I could I could deal with one. Like, <laughs> like, I'm willing, you know, to, it's I'm willing a, to lower my standards. It, the pandemic has definitely taken a toll on dating. It is. Yes. It, you, yeah, it's definitely a toll. Not just not. I don't think dating in general. If I met somebody in the pandemic out in public. It didn't last long, but I did meet somebody out. I don't know if he lowered Baby his standards Shark. or I lowered mine. Somebody <laughs> lowered their standards. But it didn't last. Baby Shark. You talking about Baby Shark? I was talking about Baby Shark. It didn't yeah. last long, but... We call um, him Baby Shark E because he had like three rows of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baby Shark. Hey, hey, well, if he had three rows of teeth, maybe you didn't... You know, that may have been a good he thing. He was nice, though. And then you wear a mask. Come on, now. You yeah. got a mask on. How often may, do you see them teeth? That may have been a, uh, 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 what I can't even think of that. Go ahead. His family failed him is what happened. So he was of, he was 37 ish. I think 37, 38. He had a few rolls of teeth. It didn't last because he also thought he could tell me what to do. Now that could be a subject for another day. Oh, that's what I was. Yeah. The three rolls of teeth. Yeah. Yeah, That was where that, that could have been dangerous if you get where I'm going. I know where you're going, and that could that was going to be very dangerous. A free hysterectomy. We're finished down there. You'd be like, I ain't got nothing else down there. Even right, exactly. teeth and toe everything up. so you can pull it out. I need that piece back that you got between your teeth. Oh my god! Can you get that out of there so I can put that back? Right. It's. I don't know. Dating is. Dating is hard in general because I think we live in a hookup culture and then you add the pandemic on top of it. You add getting older and more mature on top yeah. of it. And yeah. I don't have a list. I don't think Toya have a list like you must have. It's just like, shit, let me change this to deal breakers. Listen, if you got four rolls of teeth, that's a deal breaker. If you got baby mamas in every state, that's like, we, you got to change it to what yeah. you must yeah. have. To I, got a, I got a, a two baby mama limit. Like, if you got two baby mamas, you can't, three, I can't deal with three baby mamas because that's three people that you for sure done had sex with unprotected and bust up in them and didn't give a shit about having a baby. So <laughs> that, what about the ones that you didn't get caught up with? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, whew. yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of, right. And then on top of that, making sure, because there's men out here that's out to take advantage to see what they can get. So now you got to worry about them because they coming in slicker. Yes, they are. They, come, they, they know that we're desperate. Yeah, their representatives show up like before, you I'm know, okay, <laughs> a couple of weeks, and then the representative will leave. Now they sticking around for six months. You're like, God damn, I got to hold out a half a year Is to see if the real you show yes. up. That's a, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. You can't, get, you can't get off your toes yet. You got to make sure the real him come through before you be like, okay, you struggle. are who you say.
Yeah, yeah, that's 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 I be everything. I suck dick all in the first couple months. After that, I be listening like, hey, do we really got to do this every time? Like, <laughs> you know what? You, I, I'm, I'm going to start coming to Dallas on your dates. Instead of you taking her, you take me so I can, when you go to the bathroom, I say, okay, look, check this out. She lying. She don't do none of that shit. She just said. <laughs> right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them the truth. Well, and I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm, well, I was talking about sucking dick, but I'm the opposite. The real me show up, and she always be like, "Sans, you wait a minute. Maybe you should show them a different you." I'm like, "No, fuck that. I'm 45. I don't have time." To she be is brutal. I don't have a e. filter, so she I'm does not have a filter up. at all. But that's what you should. I think you should always be yourself. Thank you. you Thank you. I feel like I should. So I am myself from the moment you meet me. Like, you know, you either gonna when like I it or you not. Pastor Jay, I was nervous because I cuss, I drink. Now, this is when I met Pastor Jay, you know, figuring out he was a pastor. I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, this is not where you want me. You know me better than that. But I, I'm just gonna be who I am because at 45, I, I don't have time to be somebody else. Plus, I'm not gonna remember who I yeah. said I was. You know, right. that make me horrible. Yeah. That made me horrible. Yeah, you're horrible. I, I do. I'm gonna tell you the honest to God truth. I, I do. I, I do. I do. Um, you meet my representative in the beginning because I'd be nice and sweet and all of that type of shit. And um, which is probably why your relationships don't last because when the, yeah, when the representative leave it. and the real toy come counseling. out, they be like, God damn it. No. <laughs> or not who I met six months ago. What happened to her? I know, I know. I got it, but it, it's like you you always you be nice and you know, I guess that's that goes to back to how you was raised because I was raised that you're supposed to be a lady and you but know you're never a lady. You don't even to, know what that you, means. I am a lady. Like I don't even <laughs> when I go on dates, I drink I get my beer in a chill glass and you know, I I'll get a salad or some shit and then like I'll I don't, offer I'll burp in my hand. I don't just do it I, all Yes, yeah. I do. I do all of that shit. I even like okay. I be in the I'm getting a full meal plus a salad and I'm getting two drinks and I may burp. I don't really right. care. This hey, she got a two she got a two drink she got a two drink minimum on her on her day. <laughs> All right, dude, be ready to go. She said, well, hold on. I ain't got my second drink yet. Where you going? You better sit your ass you down. I got one me. more drink. Break the bill after you put a second drink on there. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't, I, for me, I've learned that because my memory sucks, I'm not going to remember what I told you. So I might as well just be I, honest. But I'm not, no, don't get it wrong. I'm not, I, I don't take that as a, as me lying, but you know, I just be trying to be, I just try not to be. Oh, I just try not to let it all hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like if you spend a night the first time, I'm not gonna fart in the bed. But you know well, what I'm saying? So, like, well, that's different. Yeah, but it, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I'm I just try to be nice. Like, I I I don't like I be really not. I try to be really nice in the beginning, and then once I get a little bit more comfortable, then I comfortable. become the bitch. Yeah, I, my mouth <laughs> is my my big downfall. <laughs> My mouth is my biggest downfall, but I try, I pay attention to that because I know that everybody can't take that in the beginning. Everybody can't take my sense of humor because I have a dry sense of humor, I guess I would say. I don't know. I'm going to be who I am. Fuck yeah. you. If you don't like me on date one, then I'm yeah. not the one for you. And that's okay. You I have to be who you are say. because you never know that, that what you saying, what you thinking may 
may make him not like you might be the one thing that will really make him fall for you. Just like I told you, when you when you first told me the whole cancer thing, we had just met. And that right there, I said, I like her. She is cool as a motherfucker. It was because of who you, you were being you. We weren't on no date or nothing, so you was felt comfortable enough to be who you were in our bike environment. Yeah. But yeah. because of who you, that's what made me really take to you as a friend. Like, she is cool as shit. She's open. She's... This well, and that, fuck so. it. My next date I go on, I'm putting my feet on the table. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> like, what's up, nigga? She's gonna go all in. Yeah. She's gonna have her hands. She's gonna have her hand all in her pants and stuff, just sitting there. Right. Like, like, what up, little homie? <laughs> <laughs> right. What you got on my forty, Craig? Right. This this time at this at this age, I believe in our age group. That I I don't believe in sending in a representative. I believe in being nice and being a lady. Don't get me wrong, being a nice and being a lady, and everything. But it's so many people out there telling us how to be ladies. I'm like, shut the fuck up, please shut the fuck up, and let us just do what we do, right? Yes, you are if, not if, if a lady. I am a lady. I'm absolutely a lady. But I, if you, if you, you a lady from to, Flint. I, <laughs> That's I'm what the. <laughs> You from Detroit? You from Detroit, yo? I'm still a lady because my mama said so. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you. I am still a lady. I'm from Flint, Flint, Michigan. I believe in being feminine. But if you ask, listen, you know how I am. You're feminine and frank. You're very frank with your words. You're very frank. frank. Like, like, she'd be like, like, we'll be out somewhere and she'd be like, Ooh, my nipples just got hard. I'd be like, maybe it's nipple envy. Maybe I got right. nipple envy. Maybe I wish I could say I the mean, same shit. I was somewhere in this cold. I will say, Sam, we gotta go. She don't hurt. have no filter at all. But you don't have one either, Toya. Uh, Can you please tell her? She girl? worse than me. She worse You don't have one either. If you still had nipples, you'd be saying the same shit. Nipples. I had a good little Toya, with my you know, you know why, you know why I know, cause you so open to tell everybody you don't have none. And she'll show it. And yeah. she'll show them. That's so, why I know she pulled them out. I told her she pulled them out that time to look like two bald head men sitting next to each other. And listen, that nipple is not the one that's important. Anymore. The nipple below my belly button is the most important nipple that I have. <laughs> Feel free saying, to indulge. She doesn't, Earl. She believes between the two of us, I'm the worst. And not he having is. a feeling. I think so. She believes so. I'm the worst. And I believe that we're pretty equal. Because I say things for wow factor. I say things to for to catch a funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say things like to lighten the mood, to make a crack a joke. Like, she say shit with a straight face and be like, I be like, did you just say that? She be like, what? <laughs> I be like, like, I know the purpose of my assholeness. Like her assholeness is just who she is, okay? <laughs> it it be the truth when I say it is the problem. And she be like, you have to say it right here, right now, like that. I'm like, it's the truth. We well, all I'm gonna. It. I I just don't. Well, maybe in, when I start when I date again. I mean, you know, the next date that I go on because I'm working hard to to try and find me another date. And um, my, my Facebook right, name is Latoya Broadus on Facebook and the Ballhead Cup, Ballhead hey, Truth Castle. And hey, they said she offering free gift cards and all kind of shit if you go on a date with her. 
Yes. All right, she got she, she she giving free gift cards, and then if you hook her up with somebody, she giving you a a a, 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 a finder's fee, all kind of shit. On the first date, like twice in the conversation, people hooking up people. Do that still happen? That's why I'm asking you guys. Let, let me let me say this real quick uh, before we get off the subject. If you go out like on it. a date with me on the first date, you get a punch card. After ten dates, you get a surprise. Like, <laughs> you get to see her <laughs> dingling. <laughs> Dating car. After you get it punched ten times, you get a surprise. Uh -huh. she, <laughs> gonna show, she, she gonna show you her penis. <laughs> well, listen, you gotta listen. You can't even talk about what that adds to the dating pool because you gotta be asking people, "Are you a male? Okay, were you born a man? Like, you gotta ask people, are they born? You gotta ask them, were they yeah. born that way?" Wow. That's a whole. That's another topic. We got to do that on the show too, E. Yeah. Like these um, transgenders get into sex, but they've outlawed it in Texas. You can't do it. You have to be born that specific, whatever. But we're gonna get back to that. About so, uh, we'll they outlaw what in Texas? That they you you have to be born whatever. You can only compete in the sport. Oh yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, unfair. I think that's, that's bullshit yeah. for them to let let these guys, these transgender guys, uh, be in the women's sport. That's right, bullshit. Women, right when you steal our DNA, a man. Yeah, right. We ain't like I said, we'll, we'll get on that one. Yeah, we need to that's bring it. that up in the next show. But I, yeah, we, yeah, these we, motherfuckers, we, these uh, track stars with these strong ass jawlines, like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we didn't got way off subject. Look, we are, we an hour and a half in. We're going to end this. We could go. We could we could go on and on and on. But look, uh, I think this is a, a, a for sure sign of, of what's going to be the future for Dear uh, Black Folks podcast. I had a good time talking with you ladies. We got to definitely have you back again. Uh, yes. Absolutely. I would love to come back. Yeah, we'll about. have you back uh, as a reoccurring guest. And um, yes. of course, I got this crazy nutcase as my regular co-host now. But uh, but yes. again, um, I think everybody probably see a, a much different um, vibe on the show now with having I'm gonna her. I'm going to be on your ass. We got to get that. We got to we got to make sure we do this frequently. And no, we are. Sure uh, that's off. why I brought you on board, because I know you're going to stay on top of it. You know, you'll yes. help come up with, with, with topics and 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 all of that stuff. So I'm super excited, everybody, about what having her. Um, and I just look forward to a lot of great things to come with Dear Black Folks Podcast. We're going to have fun. We're going to try to educate when we can and, you know, just Absolutely. bring some good content for us to listen to because there's so much bullshit out. You know, I just want to have a good podcast that people enjoy, can, you know, learn from sometimes, laugh and, you know, everything. Absolutely. And, again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Of, yes, of of dating you. during the pandemic, and I'm sure we'll we'll have many more discussions with you in the future. And, uh, and, and absolutely, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, you all enjoy. I don't know if you all into the Super Bowl or you gonna watch it today, but no, I'm about to head to the mall, honey. Oh my god! Yeah, you gonna look for a man. Yeah. I, do they sell them there? Shit. Right, what's the store? Right, yeah, but... <laughs> you gonna have me going over in the men's section? Like, excuse me, do you have like nine inches of bed over here? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need at least seven and a half just to get past my thigh. Whatever. Let me know what you call. Oh, child. Well, anyway, y'all, anyway, I like I want to appreciate you for giving me this opportunity to come on here and let everybody know who the real ball here truth is. 
And um, I look forward to having um, more um, delightful conversations, getting to the grid of everything. We are just skimming the surface, I mean, surface what, what we did today. And um, I, I look forward to our future together and doing a podcast. So I really appreciate you bringing me in. Give yourself a round of applause for bringing me in. We are brought here to <laughs> all right all right again um again thank you thank you both um and uh again look forward to having many more conversations with you and especially you toya and uh, you ladies enjoy the rest of your day you all as right. well thanks for having me i appreciate you guys letting me come on anytime, anytime. all right buddy it's the dear black folks podcast